0: Welcome back to another episode. Of, uh, fuck! You should have done the intro. I fucked it up. Watch a professional. Welcome back. Watch a professional. Another. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well,
1: well, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Horrors with your host Kevin. Joining me, as always, my beautiful co-host Walter. Walter. Jinx, you owe me a coke.
0: He such a long pause. You were trapping me.
1: I <laughs> a very uh, fine intro though, Kevin. I honestly Excellent couldn't. Work. I couldn't remember if I was supposed to introduce you or you're supposed to introduce yourself. I I, I
0: I find it weird that you have me say my own name.
1: I, I think it's I think it's normal that the person says their own name because if I, I say Walter, then people can be like, "Wait, is this guy talking Kevin or is this guy talking Walter?"
0: Well, I I always hear it like, "I'm Kevin and joined with me is or joined with me is Walter," and then I say something. Something. So it's like I'm clearly here and present.
1: You know, people have a goldfish just, memory.
0: You got to remember that. That's a good point. We should it's, just start every one of our sentences with our names.
1: Most people don't even have object permanence. You think yeah. that they develop it by three <laughs> years old? <laughs> they haven't. Yeah.
0: That's that should start at like seven months. I joked for a while that my son didn't have object permanence, but he's been holding on to it for a long time, laying in wait to spring it on me.
1: Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's. It seems like it would be nice sometimes to just not think about things because you can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> Anything yeah. related to news and politics, it's yeah. just like
0: <laughs> if I the, could forget that I have the Reddit app downloaded on my phone, that'd be just great. <laughs> like,
1: oh man, I I uninstalled that app a while ago, and I uh, need to. It's bad. My time on that website has declined. Yeah, I had a friend that was complaining to me recently about her phone screen time, and I sent her a screenshot of mine. And she's like, whoa, that's insane. Kevin, you're on your phone six hours a day. I was like, look again. And it's like five hours of that is Notability, which is the note taking app I use for school. Oh. <laughs> and an hour of that was between like YouTube, uh, browsing the internet, social media. And she asked me to show her my Born Instagram. Out. Of course, she <laughs> yeah. asked me to show her my Instagram time and I'm on Instagram an average of seven minutes a day. Oh, man! And it's just like, yeah, if you take the apps off your home screen, put them somewhere else you spend way less time on them my trick for reddit any subreddit that you find remotely interesting unfollow it and only follow porn (laughs) it's a tip for all you kids from kevin (laughs) it works you know you'll get your five minutes of reddit time and you're like well i'm spent
0: I was gonna say i'm fully engorged but you're you're going all the way with it you're,
1: yeah i mean now that i own a truck i follow a lot of truck subreddits but even then it's like it's uh, not what i thought
0: i thought you were like now that i'm in a truck i can just jerk it in the back no it doesn't matter
1: no <laughs> i can i can only look at stuff on there for a couple minutes before it just either all starts to feel the same yeah or it's like i don't care sure this this person has an opinion i don't care i'm closing mm-hmm. this yeah uh I'd, I'd rather argue with my friends in discord or signal <laughs> That's right man. Speaking of arguing though, I think we we might have a dust up about this movie. We're watching the 2020 2021
0: I think 2019.
1: It's a newer film. Yes. It's according to Walter it's foreign. Where we we we've, we've journeyed out of America and into the foreign film Testing uh, the Waters after yeah.
0: Three Blade movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um you picked this movie why don't you maybe introduce it a little bit
0: sure uh we're discussing the movie spiral from 2019 not the most recent horror movie named spiral to come out uh but this one follows a uh a a same-sex couple and uh one of their daughters as they move to a small town to try to get a fresh start, and uh the creepy happenings that uh start going on around them and uh, it's set in the 90s and kind of plays a lot with uh that the homophobia that was uh, rampant at the time, uh, which is, uh, you know, not the only interesting thing it's, about it. Um, it's
1: a Canadian. It's a Canadian, it Canadian. film. Yes. Set in '90s America. Yes. Yeah. Which I th- I thought was a little strange. Is like you guys didn't want to set this in Canada, huh? You, I, I mean, all the all. All the homophobia, segregation—that was only an American thing. That <laughs> yeah. never happened in no, Canada. no, definitely
0: not. Canada has always been perfect. I mean, they legalized same-sex marriage like so long before America. So it's yeah, it, and their their treatment of uh, you know the native population just much better than us. Anyway, stellar, oh, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Mustache. I that
1: was that was something that I didn't. I noticed it as soon as they they had like six shots around like American flag, American yeah. flag, American flag. I was like. <laughs> You guys are really hammering home what country this yeah. is taking place in.
0: My my guess is that I mean it's just cheaper to film in Canada and um
1: I kind of thought that they were hoping that the movie would have a bigger pull if it's set oh, in Oh yeah, US. probably that too. That that's kind of what I think. I don't think there's anything malicious behind it. I no, don't no, think they're I... like get a get a little of those fucking racist Americans.
0: No, no. I I mean um, I think just the fact that I it's a Canadian movie, but I think it's
1: more to cut corners or
0: anything yeah to, cut costs than to be uh making a statement
1: so uh is there anything you want to hop into right away i didn't take a ton of notes for this film yeah i'm really worried um, this is
0: going to be a, a, a slim episode because I, yeah. I got to the end and was like whoo i don't have a lot of notes either
1: do you want to do an overall impression now or do you want to just kind of run through the film and do the overall impression towards the end
0: uh we can we can i mean i think it's going to become obvious pretty quickly and and based sure. on the fact that we uh didn't take many notes. Uh, I'm gonna say I I didn't love this movie. I thought it was a, a very like borderline mediocre. Like I don't think it was a slog or anything, um, but there wasn't anything too interesting in it. There wasn't anything too spooky in it. Um, it, it felt like a lot of a lot of stuff I've seen before, kind
1: of. I the first this movie is boring. Note uh, is about thirty minutes in for me, which. I wouldn't say this movie felt like a slog, but like you said, it just felt like everything we've seen it all yeah. before. The movie wasn't doing anything unique. It wasn't doing anything new. It had some really weird dialogue choices yeah. that I just didn't like. You don't find out the dad's name until way later. It in was the movie. super deep. Yeah, I, you don't find out you don't find out Malik's name until 15 minutes into <laughs> the movie. <laughs> so it's like these people are talking like, "Who the fuck are they?" I. I wasn't I wasn't crazy yeah. about some of the way some of the characters were set up. I did think though that the acting was good. Uh, yeah, I, think I do agree with that. Everyone did a really good job with acting. I thought the the actor who played Malik killed it. Yeah, I think he did I a good job. And I think I usually don't like kid actors, but the person who played Kayla, the daughter also really did a good job of like coming off as kind of the angsty, mm-hmm. yeah. angry daughter that her, you know, parents' relationship dissolved and that she's moving to like a small town. Yeah. And she has to put up with this new relationship dynamic with her dad coming out as gay. Yeah. And, and, and she has did, a, deal I think a really good job. And has
0: to deal with everyone homophobia around it. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, and,
0: I think the cast was strong <clears> and there's, I think a good chemistry, like it, that family unit, seems genuine to me
1: it seemed it seems super believable yeah. i mean there's even like a conversation we get in the first minute in the car where it's like clear she is mad about them moving and she's trying not to pay attention to it so she's just gaming the whole way which i can relate yeah <clears throat> um, just wanting to game in the back seat <laughs> yeah. and then there's like, like another conversation that happens at the dinner table which I think the subject of the conversation was a little strange. I think I know about. Yeah, I was about to... I don't remember my uh, my parents ever being like, yo, this is how we fuck. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I wrote maybe down my like, parents...
0: Your, yeah. your stepdad telling you about his first sexual experience like, oh, no, no, that's a red flag if ever I've heard one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is... I had a sex conversation with my parents sure. when I was of age. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't remember my parents being like, this is the first time I got my cheeks clapped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah, no, I... I yeah, I have no idea about, like, the sexual histories of my parents. And that's fine. Obviously, that's I wanted to e-
1: keep it that way. Exactly yeah. how I want to keep mine. Although, I, I like,
0: also feel like my parents kind of gave me the talk. But I also was, like, the third kid. And I think I kind of slipped through the cracks on that. Like, I never got, like, a real sit-down. They just,
1: they just threw you a box of condoms. like, you'll figure yeah, it out. I
0: do, yeah, i I like... <laughs> I think I came home from like 5th grade health class when they started to do some stuff and I was like I'm very confused about what all oh, I was just told. And my dad was like, <laughs> "Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess we'll work this out."
1: Yeah. Um I think my parents did a pretty good job with it, but I'm the youngest of 3. Yeah. So, I feel like they had experience as well. Uh, interesting. Like And by the by the time by the time they hit me, they were just like use these and you'll come back pregnant like your sister i'm like i'm a boy you <laughs> yeah, guys know that right <laughs> i don't get pregnant i need to update your
0: spiel a little bit if this is you know what, whatever it's fine
1: <laughs> just get out of my room <laughs> yeah. please
0: if this is done okay cool cool cool
1: i also think they weren't as worried about me because i was clearly a nerd yeah <laughs> at a very young age and like we grew up when being a nerd was not cool oh no 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 yeah yeah nobody nobody was like yo Walter likes comics. <laughs> yeah. So, form a line, ladies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of... Uh, we didn't grow up in the era where it was like people knocking the books out of your hands <laughs> and being like, you fucking nerds. Yeah. But it was clearly like, oof, these guys are dorks. Yeah. I wasn't
0: bullied. And I mean, I had some girlfriends, but it was not... I mean, I was I was not crushing I, it in high school. Yeah, I know you were bullied because I was <laughs> bullied. <laughs> of course. You were such a we've
1: had such a turnaround in our relationship it's great to see um Um, yeah i i think that i kind of kept my nerd stuff under wraps at school yeah i wasn't rolling up to people and being like telling them about the latest facts i read in the uh pokemon or halo guidebooks that i had purchased the prima guides (laughs) i wasn't like uh did you know that if you uh land a plasma grenade on an elite it's actually the fastest way to kill them that's just it's good advice Uh, But no, the the family unit did feel really believable. And I also think something else they nailed was the 90s aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Man, it's like they had a time machine. (laughs) There are a lot of points where I forgot that it's supposed to be like a period piece on purpose and just thought this was like a 90s movie. Even the kind of quality of the video Mm, felt 90s. Like the lighting felt like a nineties like made for VHS film. Yeah, I guess I, I see that. The, yeah. The only complaint I had is that they didn't have it in kind of the box frame that you would have had for an actual like film recorded in the nineties because people had right. you know four by three TVs instead of widescreens. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, there's some interesting choices with the production. <clears throat> uh I I have a note, like there's a lot of early on when they're kind of trying to build tension, they're using a lot of like crescendoing music a lot but it's all for like really innocuous stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) man the first uh...
1: the first scare where it's like a tree branch hitting the window it's like (laughs) yeah and then some of the some of the like way they're just like man boy do you remember how racist and homophobic people were in the (laughs) 90s also uh the first time you see it in the film you can't help but kind of roll your eyes and be like ugh. yeah there's a better way I think the film could have done it that they didn't do. They kind of chose to go with like the most easy ones. Like I saw your gardener outside. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. About it. Just
0: like, <laughs> really? You think?
1: <laughs> yeah. The first black person it's you've just, ever
0: seen is just my gardener. Sure. Sure.
1: <laughs> so just, there was like, like I said, there's just some weird, weird plot issues. I think with the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the gardener, line was also my first uh, snarky note to myself was i said that i have a feeling the real movie monster is going to be casual homophobia and occult. and i nailed it on <laughs> yeah. both of them so. i don't know how casual Go homophobia
0: me. was at some points but yeah i i think that's a good point i i mean like i said i i think that aspect of the story is kind of the only thing that has going for it and uh, you know Circling around to the end like it becomes clear that like they're choosing this family or like they're learning these families the ones that are like kind of forgotten the ones that are like not well loved by Th- that are already vilified yeah, by yeah. the <clears throat> public so like when they start talking people don't listen and i think that's an interesting interesting idea and i think there are definitely good parts of that so throughout but um mm-hmm. sometimes it's just very blunt or it's it's like the, the rest of the movie just can't quite keep up with it.
1: The movie's trying to strike like a weird balance between being like a real serious social commentary and a horror yeah. that relies on a lot of jump scares. Yeah. And I just don't think it works at the horror. I think the movie has like an actual comment, like a social commentary. It's actually pretty yeah. good. I think, I think it does a really good job making its point and putting you in situations where you like recognize what's going on. Even ones where you see like the kind of subtle ways that the people are being shitty yeah you see it and you're just like oh yeah this is gross like these people do suck
0: yeah i i guess uh there's, there's an early moment on with the the daughter is talking to her boyfriend back home and Ugh, Derek, Derek. Yeah, what a piece of shit. he seems so nice i first. said that
1: yeah i said that loser <laughs> Derek in my yeah. notes
0: he, he seems nice at first he's like uh, very polite to the dad when he comes in the room and stuff and talking to him on the phone.
1: I, I thought there was tension, but it was like, again, it was well acted enough to where you like kind of believe it's just like the normal teen yeah. tension between them. I like, mean, I, I thought it was tension between you're talking him to and her his dad. daughter, and like he was being polite
0: and stuff and like, overly <clears throat> polite and stuff, calling him sir. Um, but then as soon as he leaves the room, like she tells, or he tells uh, the daughter to not share any drinks with them, which uh, I know it's. Well, I mean, we—I feel like there wasn't a big uh, AIDS community in Alaska growing up.
1: Like, I don't know if it was for AIDS or he thought that, that she was going to get taken advantage of by oh, them. I, 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 yeah, I have I no idea. It
0: AIDS. I feel like they kind of there's some more like comments about later because I feel like uh, like mid '90s. This is about the time where uh, it's actually starting to be taken seriously by uh, the mainstream, I should say, or you know, by the government um in america so i i think it's like they're like phasing out all the like old incorrect information about how aids is spread but it's still kind of like the people that have that like hate in their heart are latching on to those details Is how i interpreted it
1: yeah yeah and i mean it's just it was a i thought a good way to like I really like that scene of the dad standing outside the door and hearing it and like you can see that he's just like sad that this is yeah. what this guy thinks of him and, like this dude that it's clear his daughter likes him and he wants to like the dude and yeah I th- I think the dad like I said I, I think mm-hmm. everyone does a really good job acting in this movie as a piece of like social commentary would have worked way better than yeah. as like commentary plus yeah, horror
0: like that moment it's good because it like shows his guilt because like his he's finally living as the man that he is and wants to be but he has to wrestle with the fact that that has an effect on his daughter's life and it's like it's putting uh, undue stress on her just by association mm-hmm.
1: and something else i really liked about this movie is the daughter is upset about it but it doesn't seem like she's upset about it because she doesn't like uh Gay no. people, it seems like she's upset because it's just like her parents get in this messy <laughs> divorce and like she misses her mom and she does a lot to like defend her dad, which I also thought yeah, was really it cool. It seems like
0: they have a good relationship. She's just like kind of bittered because her life has been uprooted and has a significant change, which makes sense to me. Yeah.
1: And and just going through my notes, like I said, about fourteen minutes in is when we finally get uh Malik and <laughs> Kayla, the um younger partner of the dad yeah. and the daughter we don't get the dad's name until like
0: it's like Aaron.
1: 40 minutes Aaron, in it's okay. Aaron. we don't get the dad's name until halfway yeah. through the movie <laughs> and um something i have a note of at the let me find the note of, oh uh about 17 minutes in uh her dad is dorky but far cooler than <laughs> she is <laughs> and that's that's the scene where the dad puts on the 80s hits and oh, starts yeah. dancing <laughs> And I was like, you know what? This dad seems like like a fun, cool, yeah, dorky dad. Way yeah. cooler <laughs> than Kayla. Yeah. And that's about when the movie, I think, really starts to yeah. turn up. Um, Goes into the horror. The culty yeah. aspects, yeah. And the first kind of hint at that we get is about 30 minutes in, the family across the street is standing in a circle and swaying. Just normal <laughs> yeah. stuff you Just do all with your family.
0: wearing monochrome... Uh... Uh, clothing, just standing around swaying. You know, Friday night party.
1: <laughs> I didn't... Were, were there any hints that something was, like, seriously wrong with the community before that, other than the movie really implying that, like, everyone was just... homo. I mean, everyone yeah. is homophobic, but the movie implies, like, that was the problem. And then I think about 30 minutes in is when we get the first kind of hints that, like, something yeah, actually I, I is wrong. Yeah, I think before there.
0: that is when, like, there's a break-in and someone graffitis uh, a slur on their wall and stuff but I think that's Mm -hmm. like the first sign of like something more uh, sinister going on and real quick about that graffiti thing because then Malik goes out and gets uh, he doesn't tell Aaron about it and then he goes and gets an alarm system and then that turns into an argument and I was very confused why Malik didn't just like hey no there's like something happened
1: or like yeah I would be like, yo, check yeah. this wall out. We should uh, yeah. definitely Yeah, or, like,
0: or why was this an argument about the alarm system? I, I don't understand why Malik was keeping that. I, I thought, like, is this, like, a hint that he's not all there or he's cracking or something? Kind of towards the end, it seems like maybe that was the case. I think
1: the movie, I think they chose to do it that way to try to set it up as, like, is Malik the one oh. doing this? Hmm. Like, is he having moments where he's, like, going crazy and he's doing this, like, you know self-targeting hate crimes or is it like a real event that's that's happening? Because the movie does, does, I think, go out of its way to set up that Malik has some past trauma that has uh, impacted him. I mean, he's taking medication for it throughout the film. So I think the movie is really kind of angling towards that where it's just trying to set up the unreliable narrator. And at this point, we've both watched enough (laughs) A24 movies to know that the unreliable narrator always gets redeemed as the reliable narrator <laughs> at true. the end of the movie. Um,
0: yeah, that's that's interesting. I maybe I didn't quite read it like that, but I, I think that, that's a good point, and, and you might be right. Might be what they were going for because I, I did pick up like, are we supposed to think that like Malik's a little off <laughs> in, in not telling him that? Yeah, it just seems so odd to me. Like that, it, or like it felt to me like they were just trying to create tension between the two of them, but for a reason that felt very hollow to me
1: it? I have a note at 35 minutes and it says looks like a cult but i honestly don't remember what that was probably happening. the
0: the people dancing around in sweaters
1: i think i think it was another scene of people dancing yeah. around in sweaters uh the scene that to me was just like it's time <laughs> yeah. to leave uh it's about 42 minutes in when they find the pile of oh, dead yeah. raccoons dripping on the, like, and the dad's like the the dad's like well they drank poison it's like <laughs> They're very they very clearly have like their yeah. bodies cut open. See, bleeding yeah. like like
0: this. Animals that drink poison don't just start bleeding profusely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was a big time to leave vibe. I wouldn't just be like cleaning up dead yeah. raccoons and be like, all right, uh Kayla, go take a yeah. shower and go back to bed. I'd be like, uh yeah. we need I, to- I don't know
0: how Kayla could go back to that room after that. Like that's I need a different one now. I sleep in the living room. I don't give a shit. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that was when, this is about the time I started to think that Aaron was in on yeah. the cult stuff. That's my note, is starting to think Aaron is in on the cult can't believe you would just tell your daughter okay, <laughs> yeah. go back to bed.
0: <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Yeah, I I did think that too, if that was if they were trying to hint that Aaron maybe like brought them here for a reason, or if that was just Malik's interpretation of it um. which I know, I mean, maybe maybe it's a good sign that it's like, I I don't I couldn't quite uh, put my finger on it, but it, it feels more like they didn't quite stick the landing on on those hints.
1: Well, and then, about forty five minutes in, we finally get like more confirmation that Malik is mm-hmm. losing it, and it's also like made pretty clear that Liam Malik's ex boyfriend right. is dead. And like when when we get the scenes of Malik on the phone talking to another man like asking for advice about stuff it's yeah. like oh liam's, liam's dead. been dead yeah and so that's that's when you start to wonder if uh Lee, if malik is sabotaging his own house because that's also when he like lowers the garage door and finds the big that's spiral yeah. painted in yeah
0: them. um early on uh the old man across the street i think it's like the same night where they he sees all this <laughs> stuff gives him a a, a piece of paper and when he finally like finds the invisible ink on it, and it's just like a string of numbers, he cracks the code on that so fucking fast, <laughs> like not even a second. Yeah. he's at the library looking up dates and the paper, and just like up, oh, it's relating to this one. He's yeah. looking at microfiche. Yeah, people <laughs> I, back then were I smarter. Guess so yeah, I don't know what to tell you. you have people have brains rotted by people, <laughs> people the in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. He just like looked at that sheet and was like, I know exactly what this means. And then, like, it took me like three scenes to be like, oh, that was those were dates. Oh. I had to like go back and be like, I look at it again, see if there was like slashes and I was just dumb. Nope. It's just, just numbers.
1: Yeah. This is about the time I started to say that like some of the scary aspects in the film, I don't like jump scares. I don't think anyone is like, yo, I love jump scares, but it feels like we've earned them at this point. It's like, yo, (laughs) give me a jump, give me anything that's like real horror other than like, Ooh, suburbia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and this is about the time we get the first ones i want to know why malik just like rolls up to this busted ass dilapidated house yeah it's nighttime and he doesn't <laughs> have a gun with him this movie that was the only thing i took i was like yeah this movie makes me want to just carry a gun all the time if i'm going to be rolling into like de- yeah. decrepit it doesn't houses doesn't bring a weapon doesn't bring a flashlight malik what are you doing are
0: they, he no he he had a
1: he had a flashlight yeah I was like I put a note I said Walter's gonna bait you into <laughs> flashlight talk don't don't fall for his lies almost gotcha and
0: I, I disappear in a puff of smoke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but the ghost scene we get when he goes oh, to the house, right, yeah. it's a jump scare mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of cheesy but it, I mean honestly yeah, it feels point, like we have earned it like at this point like, I need a little
0: something because um, this movie is a lot of build up <laughs> for it and uh, yeah I, I don't I don't think that one was uh, gratuitous um
1: the the one towards the end of the yeah. film was just like ugh but that that scene that whole scene with the house and the girl in the corner um that actually did scare me i i, I got goosebumps yeah. i was like ooh yeah you know, this is scary so i will say that this movie's very limited use of actual horror um was effective i should i mean there's only two times yeah. three times we get it maybe it's-
0: a lot of tension built, and then a couple payoff moments that you know vary in, in quality. Mm-hmm. I think probably that that jump scare, jump scare ghost girl, is probably the best one. If I if I'm being honest,
1: you like the jump scare the, later on, or uh, that one I'm talking girl
0: about? in the in the house. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, because we get another jump scare about an mm-hmm. hour in, and I just wrote jump scare feels cheap. Um. I like the demon voice when Malik is like fully insane and yeah. he like aims his gun uh, at a shadow on the wall, oh, yeah, yeah. and it's like a, a mm-hmm. demon that's like come, yeah, come, yeah. come to me, Malik. Yeah, and I was just I like, well, that's cool. just another person at the
0: hotel. Yeah, I like that moment. That's pretty creepy.
1: Mm-hmm. And at that point, yeah, Malik he's. is like gone. <laughs> gone bananas. Malik is spiral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is gone.
0: Oh, oh, you said spiral. I, I got gotcha. you. Very clever.
1: Can't get yeah. and pass all Walter. <clears throat> I thought that was I thought that was the whole point yeah, of the maybe. title. That he's like spiraling into right. That was again my, yeah, my I mean, take on it.
0: Better than any other interpretation for it, I, I think. So Um Yeah. So and then uh some Malik's all the way gone. He's he's had a, a falling out with Aaron over like this these photos of him with another man that uh, may or may not have happened malik doesn't believe happened but there's photographic the ends
1: well we, so we, malik malik doesn't believe it happened but we get a scene of malik like looking at <clears throat> kind of a bruise yeah. on his chest that it's it's unclear like what happened with yeah. that i don't think it happened i think it's just kind of a coincidence that malik was looking at a bruise uh i don't think we the movie tries to set up like that malik's an unreliable narrator because he's talking to. Uh, yeah. his dad ex and Malik hears a demon voice but the movie undoes all that by confirming yeah, that the, the cult is like Someone real and the, the, the,
0: so he's not taking his medication yeah
1: and that the the family running the cult is like a yeah, family of immortals I, that that use sacrifice to extend their life and it's just like yeah oh so Malik wasn't crazy i don't know where like but lucid. the ending did not work
0: for me on a lot of levels yeah um Same. yeah he, he shows her. up uh, Malik shows up to the birthday party and and shoots the uh main neighbor I don't remember his name I feel like it was Tyler or something. Um I think that's
1: yeah suburbia, suburbia dad, dad. Um,
0: shoots him and then uh goes to jail and everything seems to be wrapped up but then suburbia dad shows up at jail suddenly alive and reveals that all the cult stuff was real they've been doing this oh and aaron finds a tape that has like the young man uh, or
1: or like yeah <clears throat> aaron son. finds a tape that yeah Aaron finds a yeah it finds a finds a tape that shows suburbia dad's son like ageless tom- chatting up this girl people from, from from like the 80s house, yeah. the previous decade and yeah i just i said the movie goes from zero to 100 real fast because we get like the clip the scene of the dad watching the film and then outside you see a bunch of hooded figures like yeah. barely lit. Again, I thought that was well done. That yeah. was scary. I said a bunch of hooded figures just <laughs> in the background, just <laughs> chilling. Scary.
0: Yeah,
1: um, <clears throat> yeah, but the movie yeah goes from zero to hundred I- really fast, and it just feels so. Even with you knowing there's a cult thing going on, it feels so out of yeah. place. You're just like, it, it. It feels like they saw Hereditary and they're like, we want to make a movie that's like Hereditary. But also works mm-hmm. in a bunch of these social yeah. commentary I, I,
0: my note was uh this all escalates pretty fast in a bunch of different directions like they they want to have the mm-hmm. like malik's going crazy they want to have there's a creepy cult they want to have like it, it's there's ghosts and all this stuff and it just it becomes a little jumbled at the end and none of it feels satisfying
1: it, it... yeah it feels predictable and I mean the shot like the intense gore shot we get to of like the, the yeah. son eating the daughter's heart mm-hmm. and like her body split open it yeah. just didn't yeah, I work. Agree.
0: I I kind of so, thought it was going to like that part was like a dream or something but then it's not it's, and I was like oh that's that's where, that's where we're ending it on okay
1: yeah I like I've said a few times I feel like this movie and this writer I mean I feel like a lot of folks involved with this have their work cut out for them in doing like actual dramas because the acting was strong i think the kind of a plot line of the you know Mm -hmm. new family moving to an area where they're not accepted i felt like all that stuff worked really well it was really believable it was pungent when it needed to be and it had enough scenes of like Establishing that these people are racist, they are homophobic, that when they were doing it subtly, it didn't come off as like an awkward conversation. It came off as like, oh yeah, these guys are just doing like a little yeah. subtle racism or a little subtle homophobia. Yeah. That that all worked really well. But like the horror aspects of this movie, I just think really make yeah. those. Uh, sorry, real, real quick.
0: I don't want to call you out or anything. And I, I often uh, have trouble speaking to you. Did you say this movie is pungent at times? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is you that point not it. the word I want? Pungent, poignant. <laughs> Look, I study mathematics. Okay, I I forget that you, I'm you into were, were making Mr. such a good point. I, like my brain was just locked in on that. Like, wait, did he mean <laughs>
0: that? Bad?
1: For since our listeners can't see it, all that's behind Walter is like a. <laughs> Bookshelf full of leather-bound books. <laughs> yeah. It's all board games. It's it's leather-bound books. Who are you going to believe? The guy who <laughs> confuses pungent and poignant, or <laughs> <laughs> but all of what you just said was a very good. Thing. Anyways, yeah.
0: um, <laughs> sorry to riddle us with that. Um, <laughs> no, it's... But yeah, I I think it's talking about this movie like we were discussing i felt like i was liking it a little bit more and then we got to the end and it was like oh that's right that's where it all fell apart like the like the setup for <laughs> this movie it's a yeah. it's a pretty solid premise and like we said good acting interesting uh characters and like there's the seed of a good story here if but there's just something off about either direction or the writing if
1: and the sad part is, is they only needed to cut five minutes out of this yeah, film and it would have been baller. If they had if they had ended it with Malik shooting mm-hmm. the the cult leader, immortal suburbia that's father. Yeah. Um great. Yeah, I think great. you might be right. It would have been perfect. I would have been like, Whoa, what did I yeah. just watch? This, this movie also- blew my yeah, mind. Sorry. But the fact that the fact they just confirm yeah. everything, like there was a cult, and, Malik's not crazy, and then there's a, a further
0: ending where like Malik has left uh, clues for the next family to fight this. It it just seems yep. like what what do you want this movie to be, guys? Like what do, you, what do you want? Like a super dark ending? Is it a social commentary ending? Or
1: well and the worst the worst is, is the cult cleans up the house to prepare it for the next family but they don't do right? anything about the giant yeah. raccoon blood stain on the ceiling I, I, when the family gets like, there no, they're like it. we gotta call their fucking realtor this is disgusting
0: they <laughs> can paint over this at least oh my god
1: yeah yeah I just I think if I had to sure. give this I mean I will give this movie a score but I think this movie is like yeah a 2 out of 5 it's like it's not, it's not totally below average. I should say it's not so far below average. It needs mm-hmm. to be like a one or a one point five. But it's also like the ending yeah. totally ruins like, I'm not the film. Mad I, I watched think. this to a but point. I
0: was kind of like, I don't feel like there was a point to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd agree yeah. with that. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd agree with that. So I think yeah. I don't think there's anything else to say other than they should have just yeah. cut like the last. I, seven I think minutes you might out you of this film and it would have been hand.
0: fine you you came at this a lot less hard than I expected I, I thought yeah I'm also Based on the text I it, you? you you were talking that this might be a conversation like no 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 no, no. I, I'm not going to bat for this one this is not my blade trinity
1: look I'm I'm <laughs> we will. we'll we'll find a movie that's your blade trinity eventually. but yeah They'll be like, look, the first seven <laughs> Candyman movies.
0: Did you see the new Candyman? I liked it quite a bit.
1: Um, I haven't yeah, seen that. I want to see the new Scream. Be. But we've already picked oh, the next movie, so we, we, we can't. We, we, we can't, we can't on. cut the line. Do you feel on that. like
0: you would survive uh, living in the Spiral? <laughs> you would have brought a gun to that haunted house. So <laughs> <probably>. I. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would have brought Yo, a gun to the haunted lights. house. First of all, I'm always strapped. I'm always strapped at home. Um, <laughs> you'll never catch me without a piece. So when I turned around and saw the cult behind <laughs> yeah. me, I would have just started spraying I'd have been like, this mm-hmm. is my wet dream right now. But I, I don't know the cult, cult yeah. stuff is always hard. Cause it's like, as soon as, as soon mm-hmm. as if I had a, a daughter, Uh, as soon as she wakes up soaked in raccoon blood we're done yeah at least go
0: to a hotel that night or something man get out of that house what
1: are you doing but i also like to think my relationship with my wife is good enough that if she walked into our living room and found you know some sort of slur spray painted on the wall she wouldn't like cover it up and be like Better, yeah better i did not I tell my like, husband about
0: this likewise my communication with my wife is is stronger that like we could get ahead of this i mean if they like had some photos yeah, of I'd, me that i didn't know about with some other person that'd be hard to to walk back on but
1: yeah i, I like i said i just i can't imagine a reality in which uh my wife <laughs> yeah. would just cover up that we've been the victim of a hate crime <laughs> Again, maybe <laughs> we have a good marriage. Maybe our relationship <laughs> and communication is strong. Um, but I just, I can't imagine that. So I, yeah, I think I, I would have moved out pretty quick. I, also, I don't think I would have ever moved there to begin with. You want to go live in some shitty ass suburbia yeah, no, where everyone's got I mean, a big mansion? No thanks.
0: I, I moved out of Alaska to get like closer to people. I don't want any of that, of that suburban life anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I would have survived this one. I think uh, yeah, hereditary probably. definitely yeah, would have yeah. been killed. They, by they, they had a lot more. One hundred percent. This movie, yeah, this movie, I would have yeah. seen the cult coming from a mile away. Uh, their tactics yeah. were not subtle. I would have been probably would have documented
0: things a little bit more. And yeah, it's. I think we would have been all right.
1: Uh, I would have been for sure posting about uh, <laughs> yeah. the hate crime <laughs> on my social media. <laughs> instead of just being like hmm, we rather paint over this all right
0: yeah I much what about the same. You? I like you I feel like done? if someone came in and wrote a hate crime on my wall uh either neither my me or my wife would hide it from the other and be like yeah security system fuck yeah let's do yeah. it <laughs> if it sucks here sure and this keeps me a problem let's live. Uh, I don't want I don't want to be a part of this
1: yeah. Yeah, my security (laughs) system would have been supplied by Smith & Wesson, not ADT. So, I don't think there's anything else to say about this. The next movie we're watching, Uh, we're back to my picks. Walter graciously is not going to do three picks in a row to make up for Blade Trilogy. Go ahead and let you pick. I like to, uh, so I like to think that I picked Blade One, and because I picked the first in the trilogy, yeah. You, you said like, we you had were to continue down the watching them,
0: with, like trying to gaslight me into thinking that Blade Three okay. was worth anyone's time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is going to be like a project gaslight. So, um, so the next movie is my pick. We're going to watch One, the think. 2000.
0: Th- I think it's 2001.
1: Yeah, I was going to say three, but yeah, 2001 Japanese. Yeah horror film cairo i'm mm-hmm. really excited about that i've heard it's legitimately one of the most scary movies ever made so i'm pretty excited and i think it's a possession <laughs> yeah, film which we know about. are my yeah. favorites <laughs> the ones that the, actually the English really scare me so Pulse, then it'll make it uh, maybe
0: a little easier to find uh but yes the 2001 not the american remake yeah version
1: there is yeah oh i didn't even know there was an american remake dope um, cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll, if we're ever desperate yeah. for something, we'll watch that one so we can complain about it. But thank you for listening to another episode of The Horus. Please remember to give us five stars a like. Each podcast platform is its own with how it likes to do ratings, but please give us a rating. Please leave us feedback. All that stuff helps. We both have regular jobs, but we would both love yeah. to be doing this Agreed. full time. Yeah. Uh, or even even just offsetting like a, a subscription yeah, to, you know, a streaming anything, platform guys. would be Maybe dope. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for the support. We will be back with our discussion about Cairo. Um, and I don't, I don't think, think I so. have anything else uh, oh, to, the to get out there
0: the, the, at the Horists.
1: All right. If you want to talk to yeah, us at the Horus on Twitter. Um, Sure. <laughs> if you want to tell us our opinions are bad, go for it. I don't
0: want to hear. I want just a poll of whether people think it was dog shit or not, and and that's it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys.
1: All right. Well, thank you.
0: in front.